so I think just to let them know that it's okay to be a little broken and that you're gonna walk through the fires of hell but as long as you believe in yourself and be true to you I think you'll you'll end up seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and be like okay and that will motivate you to to know that it will be okay at the end of the day as long as you allow yourself to know that and believe it Welcome everybody to the Bliss Seekers Podcast. Our podcast was created to inspire people to find their true purpose and follow their bliss. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at Bliss Seekers. Make sure you check us out on YouTube at The Bliss Seekers. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. It's a special show. We have a special guest. She's a filmmaker, a photographer, an editor, basically anything that has to do with visual arts and overall visual artist. Welcome to the show, Desiree LaCap, a.k.a. LaCapture. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate Welcome. you guys for having me. This hey, is great. It's good to have you. Actually, uh, Des is a special guest because she's also uh, part of the Bliss Seekers. She's a, a kind of like a consultant <laughs> for videography, and she's a lot of the awesome editing you guys see on our podcast is uh is in part to her so thank you so much um but yeah so welcome thank um, you i'm excited yeah we're, we're glad to have you so let's talk a little bit first about kind of getting to know you so people can know who you are mm-hmm. um and you where, where were you uh were you born and raised in the in the bay area yes so i was born in san francisco grew up my entire life in daily city okay mm-hmm. um had that home there on Winchester Street, my childhood, playing outside all the time. Moved when I was about 18, just down the street though. Okay. <laughs> With other family. Real far. Yeah. Right oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> just yeah. down the street. I yeah. going to say a different city. Okay. Yeah. No. In 2015 though, I moved to LA for like half a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because so, I w- did want to pursue film back yeah. in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I went to LA film school and I was like, they gave me a tour and they told me the expenses. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, isn't it like, like 70000 oh, a year or something like that? Yeah, it was like 80000 Yep, something 80, like that. 80000 yeah. a year. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, it was 100, 100 for LA Film School. Yeah. Wow. I really wanted to go because the tour was like dope. They had cool studios, but um, <clears throat> my living situation didn't work out. That's why I only was there for half a year. Okay. And then I came back and then I went to school, actually, for it and ended up paying the exact expenses that la film school really yeah Which school so, did you go to yeah. sae expression oh expression yeah okay. have you heard of it Emeryville. no well, oh. uh, t- tell us about that um well they're a vocational school they have like digital film mm-hmm. um okay. audio design or audio engineering and like graphic design and stuff like that but Sweet. as i was there for just two years like it all kind of crashed down they uh-huh. fired like the best teachers oh, and they wow. kind of sorry i'm hella putting this out on blast but it's okay i wouldn't recommend like at all going to school for something creative because 90 mm-hmm. percent of what i know now is self-taught and is online there's so many resources nowadays on youtube yeah. and like stuff like that like you do not need to go to school for this because the teachers barely taught me anything mm. yeah but that story of my life. Yeah, I agree with you because, you know, the the way that this podcast started was through YouTube. You know, like I didn't go to school. Like I still, I still don't really know what we're doing. But yep. like, you, you know, know a lot though. Yeah, like. yeah, I know a lot because of YouTube, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a good tip for all the listeners out there is like, you know, um, the powerful thing about media and content creation now is like, if you think about it, if, if we wanted to start a podcast 20, 30 years ago, you had to know somebody. You had to like get hooked up with like a major like, you know, radio station or like something like that. You had to like, you know, maybe have gone to school for it. Now, shoot, you just need a camera. (laughs) You need to you need to go on YouTube and take some tutorials and just take action. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. So 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 Mm -hmm. you went to school for a couple of years, but you're mainly self-taught. 
Yeah, pretty much. But prior to that, even prior to moving to LA, I was going to a community college and just switching up my major like multiple times from yeah. business to culinary to like kinesiology. Oh wow! And I was always in class like, nope, I'm bored. Like this is not what I want to <laughs> do. Like what is this math science yeah. stuff? So that took me a while. Um, but everything happens for a reason, and I'm on that path. Yeah. Um, like it just all laid out exactly how it should have been. So, so when do you think, or what was it that made you? realize that this is your passion like this is this is the one because you mentioned you went through a couple different majors which is like most people do right Right. when they're young going to school they really don't know what they want to do was there like a certain moment was there like a certain event was it always kind of in you and just Mm kind of clicked what was it that kind of made you go like this is my bliss like this is my passion this is the route i'm going to take yeah i think i've always been that kid with the camera in high school even like if you look at back at my old youtube like there it's from 2008 2009 like i was always doing that and editing and stuff like that wow. but i never really thought of it like oh, i'm gonna take this as my passion like my career or everything yeah. or anything that's why i went to school for like business or anything like that yeah. but i think a moment where i realized where this like that's what i wanted to do was um when i was in class i think it was statistics that was my second time taking it and i was like <laughs> oh my maybe my brain is not meant to like yeah. take any of this information in like it's it was just i think it was that moment because i was bored i was zoning out all the time yeah. i was like let me just pick up this camera and see what i can do with it yeah. i ended up getting like a canon 70d and i just rolled with that nice um but yeah i think that was a moment where i was like i need to do this this is exactly what my purpose is to be doing it did you have any favorites of what you what to record in the beginning um i think it was just vlogging mostly Mm. it's like capturing whoever i was with and kind of just going from there and editing and flowing and then um kind of learning from that and then going to school for it yeah i I think statistics will turn anybody to do something especially if you take it like two or three times (laughs) but but i guess we're all we're all like uh we're all creative right and Mm -hmm. i think the creative part of your brain is not a math part of the brain you know like if you're i don't know i could be wrong but if you're like if math is your strong suit i don't think art is your strong suit i mean i think that's how it works like Mm -hmm. one part of the, the brain is very analytical the other part is very creative. And if that's the strong part of your brain, then you're more of like an artist, yeah. more like English, <laughs> stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? So maybe I think that was just telling you that this is the strong part, whichever yeah. one. I don't remember which one it <laughs> is, know, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. But that, that's awesome. That. I think so, it's the right brain, right? That's the creative brain? I'm not sure. Probably. Probably. Yeah, brain. I think so. Right? Mm-hmm. So, it sounds right. Sounds about right. Well, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Are, yeah. You a, are you a lefty? Boom. I'm a righty. Okay. Okay. I'm a lefty. Oh. Oh yeah. I just yeah. You are? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Never, I know she's been writing with her left, left hand the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'm a guy. We don't, funny, we, we're yeah. not that detailed, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> so wait. So you said you've been vlogging since 2008. How old were you um, in 2008? 2008. That's a good question. You must have been like eight years old. No, I was born '95, so five plus eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 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 See, I'm not good at math. <laughs> I was gonna say thirteen surpri- for some reason. <laughs> I'm surprised I got it. Like, yeah. yeah, my math. I had to go for my year. No good, right? <laughs> so you don't have to be good at math to start a podcast. No, guys. you do yeah, not. Yeah. So you were thirteen, like yeah. you know. I was think eighteen. You said eighteen, right? I said no, no. thirteen. Oh, you are 13. 13, yeah. That's what I said earlier. Right? You said how many years ago? That was 2008. Was 12 years ago. Is it? Wait. Because no. you were born 95. Wait, wait. Yeah, I was born 95. Plus so 2003. Five. That's 5, 5, 10, plus 3, 13. Yeah. So in 2008, I was 13. Yeah. 
No. But okay, wait. In high school, I start. So freshman year, 2011. Yeah, that is 13. So like when <laughs> I was... Yeah, like 13. 13, 14, 15, 16. No, no. You were like 14, 15, 16. No, 15. 15, yeah. About 15. 15, 16, I don't know what you, I got. I just got Why did we get 13? Never mind. Because he Cut. said 2008. <laughs> but you said 2008. No, I didn't say 2008. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> no. Oh, I thought I heard 2008. I don't know where he got 2008. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just roll that back in. Now I'm hearing things, right? Yeah. yeah let's wait, roll it back, okay, right? Okay, now I'm hearing things. Right. Okay, so, so you started vlogging in high school. Mm-hmm. And it must have been pretty different back then than it is now. Yeah, that was back then. Nobody really cared about a camera or vlogging. YouTube wasn't even a thing. Like, can you imagine if I literally just started posting that? when i was in high school back then like and then youtube started to pick up yeah. i probably could have been like a gajillionaire like all these other like mr beast year old. exactly yeah, like cat started, yeah, yeah but like i cap, mean yeah. yeah it was way different back then mm-hmm. but yeah now i think of it when i look back at my clips i get just get like this nostalgic feeling yeah. and it's cool to look back mm-hmm. at those like whoa yeah. so i meant i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be now yeah well, that's awesome, and I, I'm glad you're we're, we're doing this now because you know mm-hmm. you're a great help and asset to us. Um, so I think your generation is really cool because it's it's good and bad because you guys have social media, mm-hmm. you have YouTube, you have all these platforms. So the cool thing is that you guys can be very entrepreneurial, like your generation. You guys can start businesses and just do whatever you want to do really right. if you if you have the action and you, and you learn where it, like in my times like like you really couldn't do anything unless you knew somebody or like you were good or you kind of got hooked up or whatever um so now it's like a wide open for for the younger generation you know mm-hmm. like I, we mentioned mr beast earlier but he started like you know back when you did like in high school just posting weird videos all the time and yeah. now the guy has like 50 almost 50 million subscribers and they say mm-hmm. he's going to be the first youtube billionaire and he's only 20 yeah like how crazy That's is crazy. that right yeah. yeah so now you're um full-time in videography and creation um well as of right now i am i think with 2020 and everything hitting like covid and the lockdown and just being stuck at home <clears throat> that challenged me create like it creatively challenged me because prior to that I honestly was going through a funk like after graduate after graduating college it kind of just hit you mm-hmm. like reality was like nope like this is where you're at and I swear I was like depressed for a, a while yeah probably um up until from uh, I want to say June of 2019 to march of 2020 wow. like when covid started i was kind of like obviously trying to pick myself up and mm-hmm. stuff but i was just overthinking the whole creative process and mm-hmm. um with everything like that covid hitting it's truly a blessing to me it's a blessing in disguise i know a lot it hurt a lot of people but it actually truly has helped me because i was able to pick myself back up and challenge myself to, to create i wasn't um creating videos but i was doing photo challenges and that challenged me creatively so i was like okay cool this is a stepping stone and i was talking to my friend sky um she actually told me this thing i would probably never forget honestly helped me it was just basically to surrender to what i was feeling because that truly helped surrendering and letting it go and meditating and truly feeling it feeling knots kind of unravel within Mm -hmm. and just letting that go after each breath so that helped me out um but to answer your question, I am full-time as of right now because okay. my current job was in the sports industry. Okay. And obviously, everybody knows sports is kind of funky right now. Uh-huh. So, yeah, and it's truly um, bringing me a lot of gigs. I've been manifesting that a lot and just keep keeping it rolling and and they've just been coming. That's so awesome. I'm thankful of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm 
at least you took the, you know, like you said, uh, I feel really bad for those who are suffering during this quarantine pandemic. But the, it, it was an opportunity for many people to just kind of, like you said, release. Because, you know, as Americans in general, we're just super busy, like just go, go, go. Like, you know, like you said, pursuing careers, degrees, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. We never get a chance to just stop and think like what do we really want like right. what is for us you know and um it's a good thing you took it as a positive you, you got something positive out of it and you realized man now i'm going to get into creating and then things just the ball started rolling for mm-hmm. you you know joe has an awesome quote all the time that she says about alignment so you can share that with everybody again. yeah so it doesn't take time it just takes alignment abraham hicks yeah shout out yeah, so you finally yeah. got an alignment with mm-hmm. who, with what you want to do, with your purpose, and then just bam, like you said, things started rolling. Yeah, and that's kind of where this whole podcast came out of too. Like we were just sitting around. <laughs> you were sitting around <laughs> watching sitting around, YouTube. Yeah. For, yeah, for the first time in my life, I was sitting around watching YouTube, uh, and and here we are. You know, mm-hmm. the funny thing is, we started with one camera. Not the right angle. <laughs> one, light. Table. one light. One light, small have? table. And look at us now. Four cameras, yeah, full four lighting, light. videographers, yes. editors, Graphics. banner. Graphics. So, I, yeah, I just wanted to share that with everybody because, you know, it just takes action. Just get started. Mm-hmm. Now, don't have to be perfect and, mm-hmm. and just go. And um, that's kind of what you're doing now, right? Yeah. You're just getting started. And mm-hmm. so what kind of stuff are you working on? Like what, what projects you got going on? Yeah, so I got a ton of projects. Um, I'm actually working with a couple of our friends, um, goddesses, gifted mm-hmm. goddesses, mm-hmm. just surrounded yeah. by a beautiful community um working uh with them on a ton of things and some side gigs music videos people hit me up for um actually working on a short film right now to submit into a film contest wow so that's um a two minute film contest uh the grand prize is twenty thousand dollars and then that's a nice little prize right there five grand yeah and i'm putting it out there i actually manifested it um the night that i committed to the project um and actually truly felt it and i was like we won like this and that and mm-hmm. i teared up and i was like uh, okay well yeah. that's that because you already yeah. feel like you have yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. but it's also drawing the line between that and like just being prepared for um disappointment or this right. and that but you have to just accept it that that wasn't the path that you um are meant to be on yeah because there's more there's way more contests out there yeah and they say that's pretty fun expect the best but prepare for the worst right exactly but you said something important because most people understand they understand like law of attraction they understand Mm -hmm. visualization they understand this but but you got it where it's the law of vibration Mm -hmm. so the law of vibration means you have to feel it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you have to feel it you have to get emotional about it that's when you really truly manifest something right Mm -hmm. so where'd you learn that like let me tell you yeah. what it's happened. Funny. What happened? Okay, so little backstory. Um, there was this one Sunday. I was just going like I woke up in a funk for some weird reason, and um, fast forwarding, Joe stopped by to drop oh to pick something up to drop off to my partner, and she handed me the book asking it is given. Ah. And prior to her coming, I actually broke down a little bit. So mm-hmm. when she handed me that book out of nowhere, I was about to tear up like i was holding that bag and i just gave her a hug and i was like okay let me go inside and cry some more right just to let it all out so once i let it all out um and kind of sat with it for a little bit i started reading the book that's where i learned it from actually asking it is given it's a incredible book i just started it what like 
three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's all it's made a tremendous difference in my life and my perception and how I perceive things because that's where I learned a lot of um, you have to feel as if you deserve what it is that you desire because mm-hmm. if you hold if you create a vibrational holding between what it is that you desire and yourself then you're kind of just you're not gonna receive what it is that you desire yeah. especially if you think about the absence of it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people do understand the law of attraction right but they don't really understand that even if you think about the slight absence of what it is that you desire that's exactly what you will you will, you will be get you're yeah. attracting mm-hmm. that basically yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they say you will get exactly what you want or what you what feel you think what about. think about think good about. or bad mm-hmm. right exactly. or there's another quote that's really good it says everyone is self-made but only the successful ones admit it mm-hmm. which is pretty deep right you know yeah because yeah, whether is. your life is good or bad if it's bad it's pretty much your fault if it's mm-hmm. good it's pretty much your fault right yeah um so you mentioned something too, uh, because I had issues with this uh, about ten years ago. Being a good receiver, mm-hmm. right? Because because you can block you can block your blessings if you're not in the right vibrational state, right? Right. So there is like law of attraction and all the stuff, and people are like, oh, I just need to manifest it, but they don't understand that your vibration has to also match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you have frequency. to allow it basically exactly. ask, and it is given, right? Yeah. Straightforward. And a lot of people have issues with receiving, you yeah. know, because if you're a good person, like integrity, like you, you just like want to help people. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have a problem receiving, but receiving is is not a bad thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, so like you're saying, if you're in the right vibrational state, you feel like you deserve it, then it's just pretty much a, a matter of time before it happens. Right. Right. So I just wanted to go back to something you said your 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 career was in sports. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a big sports person. I My dream was to work in sports. What were you doing in sports? So in sports, so I think 2018, yeah. I landed a job with the Golden State Warriors nice. as a production assistant. And I didn't think I was going to get it. That's awesome. Um, but I ended up getting it. And um, so that built up my career around sports, kind of creating documentaries and helping the producers produce um stories about the players or even about community events that we've had and just going deeper than sports actually and just kind of tapping into their lives and what has brought them to where they're at too so that was pretty cool to um, do and going on from that um, actually quit the Warriors because of the lack of kind of um, what is the word Um, lack of credit that they they would give and that I don't really want to be around like a team who doesn't give credit where it's due. Right. So then I applied to the Pac-12, which okay. they um, they broadcast college sports. Mm-hmm. And even prior to that, I wasn't even a fan of football or anything. Right. But once I started working for them, being surrounded by a team like that, I was never really, I was like surprised because um, it was amazing to have people who support you and help you and not yeah. just, and lead you to and and also guide you because i wasn't getting that from the warriors mm-hmm. but that's how, that's how i got into sports was golden state warriors and then pack 12 and then just basically editing and shooting content for them um on the on the fly for wow. social media and stuff so i think that was pretty cool yeah. wow that's awesome and so that ended because of the, yeah, the quarantine pandemic yeah it yeah. ended because of, i remember on march around march 13th they sent us home with a laptop because then they um, broadcasted on the news like oh stay at home order is official blah, blah blah ever since then didn't hear from them actually recently about two weeks ago um a tweet went out saying that they 
that Pac-12 cut the digital team. Like Ooh. I didn't even get an email or anything. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, sports is it was really affected big time by by this whole thing. It's yeah. all entertainment, period. But like you said, it all worked out for the best. You right. know, now you're on your career and you're doing big things, and uh, that's cool. So, um, mm. what other ventures do you have going on besides that? Is that the only thing, or do you have other stuff going on too? What kind of yeah. artists do you work with? Um, so I work with a variety. Or like different types of artists. Um, but honestly, I think there was a time last year when I was doing a music video where I realized that I didn't like to work with types of artists who kind of just, um, I like to storytell. That's why point and shoot, easy, done, fine, I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. But storytelling, is that's where I'm able to connect with the client yeah. more. But um, yeah, I, I like working with those types of clients where it's like okay let's create a story off of this song that you made Mm -hmm. from the heart it came from within like where did this come from what inspired you and so a lot of people that i've come across in the past actually do not know what the work like what the type of work goes into this Mm -hmm. so i think kind of giving them my rate scares them away yeah just recently i learned how to say no to people who couldn't afford what i was basically offering them right because of the time that goes into pre-production and shooting and like scout location scouting all the lighting and equipment and especially editing because editing is major and yeah like all that so i think that's where i'm headed towards because i've now learned how to say no yeah and ever since then i've attracted a lot more actually yeah. because i've finally realized my worth yeah mm-hmm. so i think it's good so you set the standard for yourself mm-hmm. you know and th- that was very smart because you know then people now know you're a professional you know mm-hmm. people now know that you know you're gonna do a good job and you know it's all about what you feel like you deserve like you talked about earlier and, right? and it's also called boundaries you yeah. know right you created that boundaries for yourself and people respect you for it yeah yeah that's so, true so where what's your like ultimate goal or like what would be like your dream career mm-hmm. with this industry that you're now full force into that's a good question because there's a couple of things that i've written down and even like visualized in my head there's it kind of goes different routes it's either um working on a huge set as okay. a director because i actually like to direct like or even editing a huge feature film or documentary or anything like that. Wow. Um, but the other route is basically um, being able to capture what's going on in like different parts of the world because people are really don't know. Like even myself, I don't know what's really going on in the world, and mm-hmm. there's so many, there's so much poverty that's going on that need, that I feel like needs to be captured because those those are the type of people who just live for with nothing and yeah. are the happiest, you know. Right. And it's kind of like people need to see that to kind of realize you need to take a step back, maybe breathe and think like because we're just well, like some people kind of what is that like um, kind of just rush without taking a break or something like that. I don't yeah, know what like, um, like rat <laughs> race, the rat race, mm. fast pace. That's America, basically, because yeah. we're a capitalist society. So like you have to if you want to be successful in the United States, like you know, unless you have a good job, it's like you have to hustle. Even if you have mm-hmm. a job, you have to hustle because it's like competition, you yeah. know? And um, now it's even a crazier competition because it's global. Like I remember when I was in college in 2003, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I was pretty old then even, um, my teacher would be like, you guys better study. You better get good grades because there's someone in India, there's someone oh. in China that's going to take your job. 
And we're like, whatever, you know, like, yeah, all right. Mm. Well, lo and behold, you know, now it's what, 17 years later. And, you know, uh, it's a global economy. Like competition is not just Americans. It's like, uh, you know, people from all over the world. And, you know, it's it's true. Like whatever my teachers told me in college actually came true, which was pretty crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, So it's kind of cool that you mentioned documentaries and directing because, you know, as you know, Hatim, uh, which is uh, the other videographer in our group, he actually that's his dream is to Mm -hmm. do documentaries. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then Joe, her her dream is to go to different countries, photography, to do photography, but to document like what you said, Like, like give a voice to maybe the the poor or the people that don't have a voice mm-hmm. so exactly. it's kind of like all working yeah like that's actually um, we're all going, funny because right? we we talked about um wanting to volunteer at like a orphanage yeah even, and yeah, just kind of giving our skills and teach like letting them know or teaching them kind of in a way yeah that giving they, them the knowledge they can have a creative outlet you know mm-hmm. they don't always have to study math or english all the time they mm-hmm. can play they can yeah. be kids mm-hmm. you can show them we could take photos of them show them how to use it you know stuff like that we thought mm-hmm. about that like a month or two months yeah. ago so. yeah even hatim um the other bliss seeker the videographer he, he's in his room yeah he, he so he's good. he's behind the scenes right <laughs> now right but but uh you know he's from syria and one of his dreams is to take you know uh content creation back to syria and maybe mm-hmm. buy like little gopros for all the kids oh, and just yeah. like give them out you know mm-hmm. and uh and take this type of realm because they do have youtube over there and and um, maybe they don't have tv or cable but they have youtube right and so mm-hmm. if they can learn how to be creators like they could tell the story of their own their own city town country you know what i mean yeah because they're actually living in it you know that's that's pretty awesome so it seems like we're all kind of connected kind of connected we are it's alignment we definitely definitely cross paths so you mentioned you want to travel the globe Mm -hmm. what is the first country you want to go to i think it was haiti but i think desi actually mentioned that her father is out there so that's that's a connection already Mm. um so i think that'd be cool to make I'm putting it out there that I'm making my yeah. way out there yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. So it, nice. Despite everything that's going on. I, I Haiti's mean. been through a lot too. So yeah. it's a very poor country. Uh, there's a lot of Haitians in Florida. Um, actually, mm. my pre, my company, my previous business, uh, the Florida team was full of Haitians because there's a huge oh. Haitian community in Florida. I think it's a, like a little uh, island kind of like uh, off near Florida somewhere out there um but yeah so haiti what is it about haiti interesting honestly i don't i just i don't know that's a good question because it was just me kind of writing down anything and it was just the pen flowing Mm -hmm. and that's the word that was written okay Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because a week after i I wrote that in my notebook that's when desi was telling me about that so i was like oh shit everything's just aligning in the way it should be it's like a universe is uh listening yeah. Exactly. speaking back to you always always maybe i can link you up with some of the haitians that i know and is there vegan food out there uh, i'm not sure i'm I don't sure know. there's fruits yeah. That can eat. yeah probably yeah. well it's an yeah. island so there's like yeah. probably a lot of tropical stuff yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so you mentioned to me you did skydiving yeah she was talking about that in the car earlier wow. yeah so skydiving. what made you want to do that in the first place i think it's Mm -hmm. just i was always a type or i am always a type to just go out for adventures and feel the adrenaline because i freaking love that shit because that just also helps me let go of like (laughs) just (laughs) let go of anything that 
I didn't know I was holding in, mm. you know? So after jumping out that plane and landing, you just feel like the adrenaline and you feel like all the energy and all the weight that was lifted. I mean, that all the weight that was on your shoulders was like left up in the sky. So, so it's like a surrendering moment. Pretty much, you. yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of also, the, I think the first time I was kind of really nervous, but I was just like, no, like this is what I live for. I love the excitement. And if I could ride, if I could do this a million times, I would. Because wow. I actually want to go bungee jumping too. Dang. but that's that's kind of different yeah so we could go skydiving again so I'm you're, down. you're an adrenaline junkie then yes i am so actually not as of lately okay yeah because i feel like i've just with obviously um stay at home and stuff like that yeah. i've there's been lack of adventure okay um in a way but yeah. um couch adventures that's about it right, <laughs> right. refrigerator yeah, adventure refrigerator. i don't know what's in the fridge <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. like if you i could find myself at the edge of a cliff and kind of be like oh shoot because before i'd be like no let me let me just like skip mm. onto this yeah. edge of the cliff now i'm just like oh shoot like hesitant yeah so mm. now i would love to go skydiving if you guys are down i'm down to just kind of like release how about you <laughs> <laughs> you want to record i'll stay that? down yeah okay. we'll meet you down i'll be the videographer on that one <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i've been that's asked so many funny. times I mean, I know it's very safe, you know, I mean, they do it thousands of times a year and not many people get hurt, but I don't know. I've never really been that adrenaline junkie type of person. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like if I can lose my life or a limb, it's probably not worth it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like not in the air. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> but, but I'll definitely, uh, that would be great to, to go and capture and, you know, okay. you know, talk okay. about, but yeah, I mean, that's awesome. So besides skydiving and bungee jumping, any other type of adrenaline things that you really mm. love to do? Hmm. Cause then there's like ATV. Yeah. I've like actually ra- done ATV White rafting, before. white water rafting. Yeah. I've done both of those. I think when I went camping with my family a while ago, I think in 2013, um, we went river rafting. Actually I was just in a tube Okay. and like the, the raft was kind of quick and I got caught onto the rock. So my tube popped and mind oh. you, I can't swim. Oh my God. <laughs> and from there I honestly, honestly kind of blanked out. I don't remember what happened after. I think I was just holding on to like something, anything. Yeah. I don't even know what I was holding like, on to. I was like, Oh shoot. You're just like, I just don't want to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh my God, no. But, um, yeah. And I think ATVing that one, I've gone also three times, but there was this one time where, cause they have like the sand dunes, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a bowl, like a deep bowl. I was like, okay, I could do this. Like, yeah. let me do this. So I went down and then, um, I was like, okay, now I have to get back up, but you have to go full speed. Yeah. So then I was going full speed and I was trying to do the cert, like just going around the bowl. Yeah. And then I guess I wasn't going fast enough and I stopped and then like it tipped oh, over on top of me That's... and I was like, oh shit. And I pushed that shit off real like really fast yeah and i have like this scar right it's not that bad but it's just like so the atv like fell on me yeah, yeah that's pretty dangerous yeah especially. and i had to push it off and i was like oh, shoot wow. they might know that was your adrenaline <laughs> they might know right that's yeah. what you're worried about that they <laughs> might know <laughs> yeah because i was fine i was i was laughing after yeah <laughs> I was like, well Whoa. i mean we're glad Straight you're up okay adrenaline junkie. yeah i've heard some crazy stories with oh, atvs like funny. yeah that's they're pretty they're fun though they're fun yes they are um I have a funny story from Mexico because obviously Ooh. Mexico, um, this was a long time ago. I was probably like 12 or whatever. And so, you know, Mexico, sometimes they follow the rules. Sometimes they don't. Right. <laughs> so we rented ATVs in Baja, California. And it was me and my cousin. And he's, he's a little smaller than me. So there was a little ATV and there was a big one. So I got the big one and he got the smaller one. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're racing like, like going super fast. And I slow down to turn and he presses his brakes and there's no brakes. 
So oh, he's like going full shoot. speed on a tiny ATV. So he swerves because he was going to crash right into me. Yeah. And he hits like a curb and he literally flies. Like I look over and I see him like <laughs> in the shoot. air. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Slow motion. Like, like, oh. <laughs> and he literally lands it. Wow. Like he lands I'm glad it. He did. Yeah. yeah. But here's the, 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 the worst part, right? He had, we had sandals on. Oh, chanclas and you know the instinct is to stop yourself with your foot like when you're on a bike so he like shredded up his toes and then his leg Ooh. hit the engine so it burnt his whole leg or whatever Yikes. but anyways uh mostly atvs are fun and safe but there's been some <laughs> that's a crazy yeah. atv story yeah but luckily he's okay he's good that's now good. but man it was pretty crazy right yeah they so could get dangerous if you go to mexico <laughs> make sure your atv has brakes right <laughs> or anywhere you're at right well that's awesome oh, so um yeah. You said you grew up in Daly City. Mm-hmm. Were you close to the Cow Palace? Pretty much. Well, yeah, about 10 minutes down on Mission Street. Okay. Yeah, it was just kind of down there, Geneva, and then you were right there. Uh, the reason I asked is because in 2010, I used to work for a, a professional arena football team, oh. and we played at the Cow Palace one year. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So the Cow Palace is like, I mean, it's not the fan- nicest uh, stadium, but it's like very it's old. Yeah. It's been there for a long time. It's like historic, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I got to know like, you know, the lady that runs it and wow. we played a couple games there. Like, it was pretty cool. Yeah. That so that, is cool. that's what I know about Daily City. <laughs> that's <Cow> all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used to perform there for oh, band. Really? Yeah. I wow. was in band in elementary school. Nice. <laughs> what, what, what instrument? <laughs> Drums. Drums. Yeah. yeah and like the huge um, percussion ones. Oh. Yeah. So that was fun. I only did it for the free McDonald's we got at the, the Cow Palace. <laughs> the free McDonald's. The way kids think. Yeah. Ooh, free McDonald's. Free McDonald's. Sure. Okay, yeah. I'm in band. <laughs> yeah. That I'll, was fun. I'll pound these drums for some free <laughs> cheeseburgers. Right? Exactly. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. Um, so now you're you're in. Tell us a little bit more about like maybe like your family. Do you have a big family? Mm. You come from a big family. You guys close or. Mm. Yeah, so um, growing up, my parents were like pretty cool. I think there was this just with this one trip in Vegas that kind of broke everything apart. Okay. Um, little backstory. Um, they just fought here and there, kind of like pretty intense. So that up until this day, obviously, it scarred my sister and I. It's I have one sister. Mm-hmm. I'm not close at all with my dad's side. Um, they're actually split up now. Okay. They're 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 good though. They're like they're able to communicate um so they're civil like yeah they're friends. pretty civil yeah. um but i'm close with my mom's side my first cousins i'm close with and then um my cousin my second cousin and then her husband's family like i'm closer to them okay um there's a like 12 cousins on that side wow. so we're just always <laughs> hanging out yeah. yeah we're not um we're pretty close when we hang out, but it's just my dad's side kind of lacks on that. We actually used to be close when we were little. I'm not sure what happened to that. Um, my dad lost communication with them. So I guess that kind of just trained on to my sister and I losing communication with them. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it's just growing up today. I think even just recently I started to accept what my parents put me through because it's all that trauma that you hold in. You know, like mm-hmm. there's so much trauma from the past that you hold in, especially from your childhood like well, well with some people yeah um 
but I started healing from that. Um, talking to other people helped me a lot and actually opening it up because I never really opened up about that thing, those mm-hmm. things. Like it was more my sister who was more sensitive to those things. Is she younger or older? She's older. Okay. She's 27. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, so recently I've just started been feeling like feeling a lot better with that, accepting that, forgiving them and forgiving myself, doing a lot of inner shadow work because it's like I took all that blame and hate and turned it inward mm-hmm. because there was no one else to blame you know yeah so it's like oh, okay well yeah so i think that has helped me a lot now it's just to heal my heart and just to be more open about situations that bother me or the things that in the past because it's kind of like i like to think about how my child self like what would i tell my child self today mm-hmm. or like if i was there with her in the mm-hmm. past kind of ish so i think that's helped me get through it too so but. like you're doing some work with your inner child basically what is the mm-hmm. shadow inner child yeah i think it's shadow work? work what is that yeah mean? it's kind of just um basically i believe it's picking out kind of your traumas and confronting them in mm-hmm. a way like to be uncomfortable with your traumas because people don't like to accept what has happened in the past sometimes mm-hmm. so i think it's some of that and just yeah so i've kind of had an ep- epiphany of about that so that just made me feel good because now i look at it look at it in a different way than to just hate on the situation because that's not going to help anybody if you just continue to hate the situation rather than just accept what's going on and what has had has happened because i'm truly thankful actually because if it weren't for them putting me through that i wouldn't be who i am today right. and even growing up to like um perceive things the way i do yeah so i'm thankful like i'm I'm like blessed. <laughs> yeah. I say what doesn't like, kill you makes you stronger. Exactly. Right. Yep. But I mean, it's pretty powerful because you being so young, but already being so wise, mm-hmm. kind of like you're mm-hmm. very wise. Uh, has anyone ever told you you're like an old soul? I've heard that before. I just got chills because you, you told me that. But yeah, I've heard that yeah. before. Yeah. Because yeah. I was an old soul growing up, too. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny how you mentioned like you weren't really close to your dad's side because I'm not close to my dad's side of the family because mm. they had their little issues. And right. um, I'm more close to my mom's side of the family. And like my parents never got divorced, but they've been married now for a long time. But when I was growing up, because mm. I was the oldest, uh, they fought a lot when I was young. Like now they're like, Chill. great. you know. Yeah. I mean, they still fight I me. Mean, I can't imagine being with somebody for 45 years of your life. I mean, I haven't been alive that long. You know right. what I mean? Like, um, and, and so... But they say anything that happens to you from age zero to seven is in your subconscious. I've learned a lot about yeah. this. Your yeah. paradigm. Basically. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so that's that's the hardest thing to get over unless you're number one aware, mm-hmm. right? And then number two, you really work on getting that because it's like a recording. They mm-hmm. say. So from zero to seven, you know, little kids like you say anything and then they're repeated like little parrots, you know, right. because their brain's recording everything. Mm-hmm. So they're learning how to be a human from zero to seven and after seven it's all playback Mm -hmm. so imagine if you had an answer machine which you don't remember that because you're you're too young but like on your phone how you record the voice message imagine you trying to talk to it and change it Mm. it's not going to work you have Mm. to go deep and re-record it and erase everything and start over so that's what happens with subconscious Mm -hmm. you can't read a book you can't watch a video and expect to change overnight that takes some deep diving some some repetition some some you know subconscious reprogramming and stuff like that so that's pretty awesome that you're actually taking that experience and turning it into a positive how did that happen how'd you how'd you get on that like learning and growing i think i've always 
I think it's just everything that I've been through. Um, as I've also always looked at it that way, but I think it's this year where it's hit me where it's always like accepting good and bad is always your fault. So you attract everything that happens in your life because your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create your reality. So it's kind of like, okay, this bad thing happened to me because I was feeling bad. Mm -hmm. So I, that's kind of a lack of connection to source and like who I truly am. So I think... Um, just loss of friendships, loss of like best friends I never thought I would lose. Like that has helped me really, like it just has showed me, you know, and just kind of reading a ton of things or like books or meeting a lot of people who shape my perception in such a more like huge or expand, continuously expanding basically. So that has helped me because I've always told myself everything happens for a reason. 100%. Mm -hmm. But that's powerful. Like yeah. I wish, I mean, to to know this stuff at your age is is like life-changing to be honest because mm -hmm. some people don't figure this out till they're 30, 40, 50 or they never figure it out. Mm -hmm. So they're always going through life and they're all negative and then all this bad stuff happens to them and they just think it's their fate, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't realize like like you said, you're 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 a, we're, we're like magnets or like satellite dishes basically the frequency we emit is going to come right back to us, you know? Exactly. So, and, and, and you know, it took me a long time to figure that out too. But like, so I'm always trying to not ever voice anything negative out of my mouth mm -hmm. because whatever, like life and death is in the tongue. It's in the Bible. Uh, what you speak becomes a reality, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people that always go like, oh, I don't have no money. I'm broke. Right. I don't have no money. I'm broke. I don't have no money. And then they're like, guess what? The universe is like, okay, your wish is my command. Exactly. You're broke and you have no money, right? Yep. When even if you're broke and don't have no money, if you're like, money's coming, man, I know it's coming. The opportunity's right around the corner. I always follow this. Da -da -da. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, some crazy stuff will happen. Yep. And some check will come in the mail and you're owed money or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's super powerful. And then you mentioned something about adversity, right? So a lot of people try to avoid adversity. Again, I don't want adversity all the time, but... So if you understand adversity and, and the core, so, so the, uh, a really successful man in my, in my company, my previous company, uh, he's a rocket scientist. He says, wealth equals mental toughness plus opportunity. So he goes, why would you want to avoid adversity? Because what does adversity do? It mm -hmm. makes you tougher right have you noticed anybody that had a really easy life and they're just like weak like like anything bad mm -hmm. happens to them and they just like fall apart like a little flower you know mm -hmm. where then you have people that have gone through hell and they're tough like something happens and they just kind of like march through it like no big deal you mm -hmm. know what i mean so then you have to have mental toughness but then you also have to have the opportunity yeah with those two together that equals wealth right so you know obviously our brains are designed to prevent us from being hurt that's the main function of our brain is to survive mm. so we want to avoid pain and we want to avoid anything that's not comfortable right but the crazy part is that all the success and all the best things in life are like in that uncomfortable zone right mm. um so i think it's powerful that you know this stuff now and obviously you're just going to get better at it right mm. and then you you said something earlier you said if it weren't for all that that i went through i wouldn't be who i am now which is very true you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, and then I, we talked about this in our last podcast, but because I'm not a religious person, but I'm very spiritual. But I, I heard a quote. They say religious people are afraid to go to hell mm -hmm. 
spiritual people have already been through hell. Mm, So they've already been through it. (laughs) So they know, like, I'm not afraid of that. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get to know who I am and get better. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's powerful. And then, uh, you know, I mean, it's just awesome how you said, like, your thoughts. So, like, today um, we were working out and I bought these resistance bands and they're they're not cheap, right? Mm -hmm. And I was pulling it and this brand new, a thing snapped and I almost fell like on my head or whatever. The old me would have been like, pissed off for like a long time like man ah. but the new me was like ah whatever you know mm-hmm. I'll, and then i just basically was using it without the without <laughs> it attached together but i am just very conscious about what i say and you know what i think and you know it's it's not it's not it's not easy but it's it's very it's very important you know mm-hmm. and that's awesome that you have that because that's only going to help you you know yeah. i mean if, so adversity is never going to go away we're always going to have issues right mm-hmm. but it's not what happens to you it's how you react to it exactly. does that make sense yeah and and then um some people kind of <laughs> look at me and they say oh you have no emotions you have no feelings and i'm like no i just don't let my emotions control me anymore because i used to be super emotional i was like a roller coaster like up and down and up and down and up and down mm-hmm. and i've just learned that um like just to not think like so my old CEO had a quote that says, never get too high on the highs or too low on the lows because reality is kind of like somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. right? And so I've just learned to be more poised and not let things affect me so much. And I guess somehow it comes off like I'm cold <laughs> or like mm-hmm. I have no emotions or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it's just it just helps. It's easier, you know? Because so emotions are good. It's good to be emotional, but you have to learn how to control them, not let them control you. Exactly. Yeah, because if you're a very emotional person, that means you have a lot of energy. Now, if you don't know how to control it, like those emotions will run you, like oh, run 100%. you like up and down and drag you through the dirt. Really, you're just doing it to yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you know how to harness that emotion and harness that passion and only use it for positive, like then you're very powerful. so that's awesome um and and so all this came from just associations and reading books and stuff like that yeah pretty much just real life experiences i feel like in everything that i've gone through good or bad i've always taken something from it and it's just like okay i can do this better next time or that was the shit so i'm gonna do that 10 times better (laughs) this time but um, that's crazy how you mentioned all that emotion because it's like in the book asking it is given it was something about use your emotional guidance system Mm -hmm to um tell you whether you're allowing or resisting Mm -hmm. basically so i think that's that's key too yeah so that's probably why also um i started to listen to my emotions and kind of seeing where it's coming from Mm -hmm. and then um letting it all in um letting all out letting it all out and then surrendering to it and then letting it go so i think that helped a lot too excuse me has there been any moments or any breakthroughs that you've made now that you're learning this kind of stuff? Like, can you, that you can compare it to the old you, to the new you? Oh my, yes. Yes. I think 2018 was the worst year I have ever gone through. I think it's only because I didn't know how to handle my emotions really. And there was just so much within that like was so heavy on my chest. Mm-hmm. But I think recently actually there was a, a breakthrough that I can think of is um, kind of letting go of friendships that I've lost. Mm-hmm. And those were lost because of, I don't know, lack of communication, but there was no communication between us saying, okay, our friendship is over. It was just completely like no communication. So like no closure. No closure at all. So that kind of hit home 
like it obviously those people were like family to me and they were like my best friends like mm-hmm. we had fun and this and that obviously only i only have the memories left i think um there was one day where i was going through my laptop and i seen like old text messages or whatever and i was like wow like this person like i really miss him this and that and then like i would get fomo right mm-hmm. or like this like i would look through old um foot or old videos and even vlogs that i posted with all of us in it and i would get really sad and then cry it all out break down so this one day i actually um broke down really hard and then that actually inspired me because I was like, okay, for some reason I l- broke down super hard and then I f- legit felt like this release mm-hmm. out of my chest because I finally dug deep and I broke my, I like, yeah, I broke myself free from like all the, all the hate and anger and depression and feelings that I was digging myself within and i finally was like okay desiree like you're free go ahead and do what you want and ever since then now i'm looking at videos like oh like i hope they're doing well i've thanked them i've yeah like i've i love them from a distance it's always love on my end i think um yeah just being able to say goodbye give my hugs and really meditating on that i truly did that like i gave them hugs and i thanked them for being in my life when they did yeah but i know that the universe has plans that basically like they're they're just not or we kind of just went our separate ways at yeah. this point because they Do have you no feel like plans. you have outgrown them? I think it's that. I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of, um, I read a lot where it's just like you outgrow people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like at this it's point. painful too. It is painful, mm-hmm. but it's truly, it truly feels good now that when you look at things and you're just happy that mm-hmm. now all you have are memories and um, that I thank them for teaching me a part of myself or teaching me how not to be or how to be or how they view the world and stuff like that um, and just yeah i think it's i'm really happy because it's it's a it's a good weight off your shoulders yeah they say true friends share a common future not a common past Mm -hmm. so a lot of times we hang on to old friends and family and all this kind of stuff and again it's going to make me sound pretty cold but i can cut family off like that if they're not good for me you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because it's not that i don't love them it's not that they are not my family. It's just that we're not headed in the same direction. I always use the analogy of like Uber, right? So like, let's say you go to Uber and everybody's going to a different direction. Like your destination's like literally five minutes away. Mm-hmm. But how long is it going to take you? Because they got to drop off 16 other people before you get there. Mm-hmm. So now you're like going here and here. And what, what took you five minutes is going to take you three hours mm-hmm. because they got to take all these people that are not headed in the same direction. But imagine if you got into Uber with four people and you're all going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You're there in five minutes. Right. Right? I like that. And mm-hmm. so it's not that you don't love them. It's not that they're not your friends. It's just that you're headed in different directions. Exactly. And you just kind of love them from a distance. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with because I've always been an entrepreneur and I've always been doing businesses. And, you know, um, most people are not doing that. Most mm-hmm. people are working job, regular jobs their barbecues on the weekend baby showers sports all these things that are just basically distractions they're basically entertainment that gets you nowhere right Mm -hmm. unless your kid's gonna like go to the nfl or to pro sports like it's just a huge very expensive hobby right um so what most people have to learn and, and they say I saw, I saw, I mean, everything's memes nowadays. We're in the generation of memes, you know, (laughs) back then it was books and like whatever wisdom, but now it's memes. Right. And so, um, 
you know, the meme says that the number one reason for most people not becoming successful is because they the pressure of listening to their to their friends and family or they listen to their friends and family. That's the number one reason why most people don't succeed. Because mm-hmm. the pressure is if you're really close to your family and they're like, Hey, we don't see you anymore, like, mm-hmm. hey, how come you weren't at the barbecue? Hey, you should just get a job. Hey, don't do that. That's dangerous. Like all of a sudden, like you find yourself like back to whatever and you're not on your mission anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me um, and most people that I've seen that have become very successful, it's kind of like success demands that you pay the price up front and in full. Like it's only temporary though. Like it's not like you get rid of your family forever or you get mm-hmm. rid of your friends forever. It's like, look, I'm on a mission. I'm going here. You're either going to come with me or I'm going to have to put you to the side for a little bit until I get there. Then I'm going to bring you in and you can enjoy whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah. But most people, it's just too difficult. Like it's just too much. Like they don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to sacrifice that to get to their ultimate goal. And then time passes by and then they miss their opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but you're like you're pretty so just the reason I say that is because a lot of times we feel like bad because we lose friends. But if you have the same friends from when you were like a kid, mm-hmm. that's not a good thing. Do you know why? Because mm-hmm. that means you haven't grown. Mm-hmm. That means you haven't grown at all because you're all doing the same thing. You're all acting the same way. And, you know, I have friends still from when I was a kid and. Mm-hmm. You know, I love them, but most of them are doing the same thing we were doing when we were 16 and 17 years old. Oh, wow. And I don't want to be, I don't want to do that, right? So I'm, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them are like, oh, you think you're this or you're that. I go, no, I'm just on a different path. I still love you guys. You're still my friends, but but we're not heading the same direction. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so I just wanted to say that because, you know, you shouldn't feel bad for losing friends because yeah. you're, you're maybe you're growing that's all it is to it you know Mm -hmm. just like now you're a little more cautious because when you're young you're like fearless like you're not afraid of anything yeah as you get older you're like oh well maybe the atv (laughs) fell on top of you you're like well maybe i'm not gonna hang off a cliff anymore (laughs) because that kind of hurt right but uh but no that just means that you're you're growing right Mm -hmm. that means you're 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 headed somewhere and you are right Mm -hmm. um because because you are you are already in your career uh at a ripe you know, a, a young woman, right? Uh, which is powerful because most people don't even figure out what they want to do till they're like a lot later in life. You know, you know what I mean. Mm. Um, and you're already on that path. So, um, what kind of advice would you want to give to your generation right now? Like, because mm. you're, so you've been through some bad stuff when you were young. Not mm. some bad stuff, just normal. It's life. Like, yeah. everybody has issues, right? Yeah. I remember I was in this, uh, in you know, we're with a bunch of people and. You know, people are like, oh, I have this, I have that. And they're like, look, if everybody put all their issues out in the middle of the table, mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, you know what? I'll take my issues back because <laughs> that, that one's a right. lot worse than mine, right? Yeah. So you've been through like a lot of stuff growing up. Um, you you had this little time in your life where you didn't know what you wanted to do. Um, but now you're reading books, you're growing, you're learning, mm-hmm. you're like, starting your career which is something that you actually want to do like mm-hmm. you're not a barista at starbucks and you got this degree in something yeah. you know like like rocket science and you're working at starbucks right <laughs> yeah. you're actually an entrepreneur you have your own business and what's the name of your company la capture productions see la capture productions mm-hmm. right? is that your website too yeah yeah 
So what, what advice would you give to your generation who are maybe mm. like how you were? They're lost. They don't know what they want to do. Maybe they've been through some stuff. Maybe they had some family issues. Mm-hmm. Like what, what, would you, what advice would you give to your generation or just anybody out there that's, yeah. that's going through that? And, and how do they make it on the other side like you have? And, uh, and, and what would, like you said, what would you tell your younger self? And what would you tell people that are like around your generation that still are kind of like lost and not really lost in the sauce like a meatball, right? And trying to figure it out. What what yeah. advice would you give to them to to uh, maybe find their bliss and, and and find their careers and get over stuff? What I would tell anybody actually is that it's okay to be a little broken. I feel like some people just have this, like they put on this face every day and act like everything's okay. Um, I learned the hard way, obviously, is I was always brushing shit off my shoulders, like whatever, like that's whatever. But it would end up slapping me back in the face. Like, Mm -hmm. nope, you better feel it. You better experience it. You're going through this shit, whether you like it or not. So I think just to let them know that it's okay to be a little broken and that you're going to walk through the fires of hell. But as long as you believe in yourself and be true to you, I think you'll you'll end up seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and be like, okay, and that will motivate you to to know that it will be okay at the end of the day as long as you allow yourself to know that and believe it because it is hard like i've gone through dark ass times and like it's never gonna be okay and this and that but you kind of just do things that make you happy even if it's just laying in bed for hours and days and going to sleep because you don't feel nothing when you're sleeping right um and just waking up and kind of just going through it um i would also say to allow yourself to feel it to feel whatever it is that you are going through because that helps you kind of figure out like not figure out but it just helps you really release what you're feeling because you're confronting what you you're going through Mm -hmm. you don't want to avoid that because Mm -hmm. it'll end up slapping you back in the face so i think that helps and also to just there's nothing to figure out yeah (laughs) i think that's helped me a lot too my friend actually told me that stop there's there ain't shit to figure out at all because it's like when I was going through that creative funk, um, I was trying to figure out how to get creative again. Right. And once I let that go Mm -hmm. and I surrendered to it and I let everything flow, that's when I got that all back. And ever since then, it's just been such a amazing feeling to know that you just surrender to everything and anything that you're feeling and you're experiencing and just to see it all is all is good and all is well. Like it always is. And you just have to allow yourself to feel it and believe it. I think that's what I would say. Yeah. You just like ask and answer my question, by the way. (laughs) I know that's why I think it's all good. (laughs) But like, um, is there like a specific practices that you do that helps you um, in terms of like healing? Mm, Yeah, I actually, um, especially when I'm feeling like this type of feeling I don't like to feel, um, I... First of all, I'll feel it. And I'm just like, okay, I analyze where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, did something happen early in the day that's making me feel this way that I'm not accepting or that I'm trying to avoid? So I just let that and I feel, I let myself feel that, analyze it, and then go ahead and write it down. Because writing everything mm-hmm. down, like just let your pen flow. Because mm-hmm. yeah. then that will, mm. that will just let you release everything and anything, almost everything that you're feeling. Um, and then I go ahead and, switch like whatever it is that i've written down whether it was good or bad i kind of go ahead and state some affirmations Mm kind of just like i am i'm creative i'm gifted i'm abundant i am um blessed i am guided i'm protected and all this um and then i meditate 
and I breathe and I focus on my breathing. Mm. But I think um, that's kind of like my healing process in a way, um, especially nowadays because I listen to my emotions more than ever um, because especially my thoughts too. I try to train my thought because I think you were saying earlier that the tongue is powerful, yeah. right? So you want to think about what you say in a little bit because for example, if you say I like... We all say this. I can't wait till I do this and this. You're already putting it out there like I can't, yeah. right? So mm. I'm always like I'm excited to like receive this. I'm excited to do this. Mm-hmm. But I think that's another thing. It's kind of just your thoughts are everything <laughs> and how like life is played out. Right. But well, that's cool. crazy. So you talked about meditation, affirmations, mm-hmm. manifestations, manifestation. <laughs> yeah. And you're wait, how old are you again? I just turned 25. You just turned 25. Yeah. And you're like, have the wisdom of like someone who's like 60. Or 80. Bob yeah, Proctor. That's crazy. Oh, Bob Proctor. Oh my God. Let me, t- I've learned so much from him. I just want to touch base on one thing and then, and then I'll let, let Joe ask her question. But you said, you basically said it, self-talk. So my CEO, my former CEO, super successful, super mentally tough. Like almost like nothing can phase him. And I would ask him, I'd be like, why, how do you do it? Like, how do you go through everything and just like, it doesn't affect you? He's like, it's, I talk to myself. He goes, anytime something bad happens, he goes, well, that's going to make a great story one day. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't kill you, it just makes you stronger. Mm -hmm. Well, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. So you're doing that already. And that's awesome. Where'd that come from? I don't know. That's a good question. I think again, like it's everything that I've gone through and people, meeting people and like sky actually has made a huge impact on all that because um ever since the universe crossed our pa- crossed our paths together i think that's just she's been such a huge impact on why i think the way i think who's sky sky is somebody i met at school it's funny because um she was looking for a videographer mm-hmm. and what she told me um is that she was going to go to my friend tiandre which is also a videographer but something was telling her to walk up to me and ask me to help her and ever since then about three years ago we've just been closer than ever um joe actually knows her as well knows Mm -hmm. her as well yeah and she's just her presence is wonderful i believe i don't know her age i I don't know her age i know she's younger than me she's younger than you i think she i'm 31 oh she She might be be. like 30 29 i don't know i have no i don't know we should ask i don't really ask so she's like she's like a mentor then yeah pretty much she's like basically you know that quote where it's like when the when the some when the, when master, the student is ready the, the teacher will appear yes yeah that i think she came into my life at the right time yeah and like we not even up until this day we help each other we check in on each other and kind of just make sure we stay grounded and she's yeah she's made a huge impact her presence is a blessing mm-hmm. and i'm sure she could agree with that yeah she but. was a she was the first person in my life who ever came up to me and be like how's your heart mm-hmm. and it was like, like huh? wait what it's my like, heart <laughs> um did you see me eat that cheeseburger <laughs> she's, <laughs> just, she's just that type of person yeah she, you know, awesome. she cares about how you feel your energy and you know we can talk about how we met actually how yeah. did we meet oh yeah joe and right? i yeah we met at the was it the first event or second event the chrysalis space. the chrysalis space event um our friends uh ev and desi mm-hmm. has this monthly gathering in oakland for women of color mm-hmm. and she happens to be the videographer i'm the photographer oh, cool. yeah um that's how we met and yeah. i just remember her energy was so good she was just so down to earth you know 
same likewise i was just like dude i didn't think we would be this close actually and it's crazy because the chrysalis space actually like that's that's the reason why all of us are kind of close like goddesses mm-hmm. like i'm surrounded by such a great community of goddesses because of the chrysalis space met joe and like sky and everybody else but yeah yeah I think it's and then cool. basically the, per- the the person that brought you to the crystal space is sky mm-hmm. yeah she introduced and, me to ev yeah and i met sky from ev mm-hmm. and i met ev in the woods at <laughs> joaquin <laughs> miller park in oakland okay. wait randomly yes i never knew that yeah well now you know everyone's gonna know wow. yeah that's in nature yeah. yep yeah everything aligns and now you're here like connected yeah yeah so tell uh, tell us a little bit about this women's event that you guys. Oh go yeah, to. the Crystal Space. So it's a monthly women event for women of color artists. Um, you know, they do a lot of like spiritual work and everything is about divine energy. There's no alcohols, vegan food. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweet. Like yeah, a lot of really good Indian food, um, vegan, and also you come in there with uh, no shoes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everything is very clean. The reason why they do that is to make everyone comfortable um, and just like a really nice uh, community to connect with other people, mm-hmm. like-minded individuals. Um, I remember there was like a yoga movement, med- meditation that happened there and yeah. music performances. Um, I think it's just they've created a space where you could be your true self and yeah. just be comfortable with other women and building up our power and holding that power that we we know we have yeah that's so, awesome yeah yeah and really it's cool. mainly you know they mainly want to basically have a platform for one woman of color mm-hmm. for like artists yeah stuff like that so where can people yeah. uh can people like go there just or has invitation only or? oh so i mean as of lately obviously because of covid oh. and like the gatherings and stuff um i think their last one was actually virtual for Desi's birthday mm-hmm. yeah so that was in may they have huge plans though so yeah. i'm sure they should stay tuned and check out their instagram the chrysalis space yes yeah <laughs> Ev so. and desi yeah, yeah we'll, we'll leave it in the in the description yeah. below so you guys can check it out when they do start again because it seems like it's a it's an amazing group of amazing women that yes. are doing big things. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. We'll definitely leave that in the description. So, mm-hmm. um, so you guys met through that. How long have you guys yeah. known each other for now? Only a couple months. Like, what do you mean a couple I'm months? Just Girl, no, it's like almost like year. 2021. <laughs> so it was, I remember it was last year. I think yeah. it was November mm-hmm. is when I met you. Yeah, so um, almost a year. My birthday month. Yeah, and I didn't know, yeah. you know, I came in there, I'm, I'm friends with Ev, they want me to photograph, I'm mm-hmm. actually the official photographer, and obviously there's going to be a videographer, I didn't know who it was, and then it was Des, and then yeah. we just kind of hit it off, Yeah, like, hey, you know how, like, when there's a photographer and a videographer in an event, Yeah, and you, we kind of have, like, camaraderie already, yeah. like, yeah. Like, hey, you got that? You got that? You know, we're going to do this one. We kind of share what, like, our struggles are or what, like, you know, what we captured and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, which is nice. So we hit it off. I think we got closer when you introduced me to Isaac, actually, in this whole podcast. Yeah. I think, like, you planted the seed on that. So I think that's when we got closer, actually. Do you still remember that Zoom we had? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, Where yeah. was that? Dude, that was a while ago. Yeah. That was like... Oh, forgot when about was that. that Four months ago? That had to be like was June. It was it June? Early June. Okay. Or maybe late May. I think it was late May. Because we talked May. Our, our first episode was recorded in June. Oh, then no. It was way before that then. Yeah. Did we... Uh, I don't know if we had anything recorded or not. Oh, maybe. Mm, no, no, I think... 
anyways, it was either late May or early June because yeah. that's crazy. Um, I, I mean, just I want to get your perspective because I think you're like one of the first people that I actually shared the vision with besides of course joe right mm-hmm. and now that you see it materializing like <laughs> like how, how, what i mean i don't give you give us your thoughts on that because yeah. like you didn't even know who i was right? right like all of a sudden this dude's on a zoom and i'm like <laughs> all excited like sharing this vision and then now yeah. like here we are yeah right? and thank you for trusting me too because yeah. most people were like i don't know who he is like yeah. you know and you trusted me yeah so. i mean meeting isaac through like zoom his knowledge already and what he was saying resonated with me a lot and i was just like shit that's the these are the type of people like you want to be around right so i think going from there to this is like action like what you were saying earlier you have to take action into what you want to do like following your bliss yeah so i think it's 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 i don't even know how to explain it every time i have an unexplainable feeling that's when i know like this is about to pop off yeah like i just yeah. know <laughs> it's gonna pop off yeah yeah because it's the hard work that you like we all put into this yeah. and like mm-hmm. especially you guys it's like getting the guests and creating and planning ahead and editing yeah. like hours of footage so it's kind of like there's no way the universe is gonna be like no because we deserve exactly what it is that exactly. we're working towards and they, i think also the big vision that we have we yeah. all have you know individual visions but we all have a collective vision as well for the bliss seekers right here everyone so and that's something i learned in my life is like a lot of people want to do it on their own and that's cool but they say if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go with Mm -hmm. a team right and and i and i just always wanted to help uh, people and and put together a group of individuals that are like-minded and just go somewhere do something big you know mm-hmm. because this this is going to be the number one podcast in the world i'm going to say that every single yes, podcast it until it happens but i i just think you have such a unique perspective because i think you're the first person that joe introduced me to that i that i was like i have to share the vision with right because mm-hmm. and you bought in right away so i appreciate that because you saw it you know mm-hmm. and uh and it's just you have a different perspective because like you heard about this when it was absolutely just a just a little idea, you know, yeah, right. just a yeah. little thought, not a little thought, big thought, right? But it was just a thought, like no equipment, mm-hmm. like no channel, yeah. <laughs> like nothing. It was just okay. Here's no an guess. idea, yeah. no guess. It was just a seed. No, it was just a seed, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, and the seed was planted, and and here we are. So uh, I don't know, and and uh, so you have a unique perspective on that, and yeah. and I really. Um, the main reason one of the main reasons that that i'm doing this and i believe we're doing this too all of us actually is because i do want to inspire people like i spent almost a decade the last 10 years in an organization of absolute monsters in business like entrepreneurs like like people that had created visions and created something out of nothing you know Mm -hmm. and uh, very successful people and i'm like wow so i learned like this is what it takes you know Mm -hmm. and anything is possible and that's really someone said something the other day uh, well the quote is like you know nobody like the whole world can be against you but if you believe in yourself that's all it takes right Mm -hmm. but but the whole world can be for you but if you don't believe in yourself like you're done you're doomed right yeah and I was talking to a friend of mine earlier and like I was just kind of talking because he wants to get into stocks. And I was just telling him like, hey, man, if you want your goal, you have to have this and you have to have that. And he took it like I was like shitting on his dream. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm just telling you what it takes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, 
And then he goes, oh, well, what if I said something like this about your podcast and not be successful? I go, honestly, I wouldn't give a shit because I believe in myself. So I don't right. care if you tell me that it's the worst podcast in the world mm-hmm. or everybody tells me because I believe I, I, I believe in me. Mm-hmm. And that's all it takes, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody can believe in this podcast and nobody. But if we believe in ourselves and we believe in this, it's going to happen, right? Yeah, right. So I'm, I believe in me. So I don't care what anybody says. And I just, I, I credit that to the last 10 years, to be honest. Like it made me more mentally tough. It made me learn to harness my emotions. Mm-hmm. They're, they're still get a, a little out of whack sometimes, right? Um, and, it, and, it, and it taught me the true principles of success, mm-hmm. which is cast a big vision put in the work you have to be all in it's like all or nothing right it's not like half in half out like if you truly want to be successful it's all or, it's like all in it's temporarily crazy to be permanently lazy mm-hmm. like you got to go hard like and sometimes it could even take 10 years like look at joe rogan it mm-hmm. took him 10 years but like now the guy's makes 20 million dollars a year at least mm-hmm. and he's and he just got signed for 100 million dollars so how many people spend 10 years at their jobs? Are they worth 100 million and they make 20 million a year? No. Right. So I, I don't mind putting 10 years of like hard work to one day be, and it, one day be free. That's what it's about. Like mm-hmm. it's, it, money is just a, a vehicle and the tool, right? And people say, oh, I don't want money. Well, that's fine. But I mean, I'm pretty sure if someone said, hey, we'll give you 50,000 a month, they wouldn't turn it down. Right. right? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. So, um, yeah, so I mean, I just I, I'm gonna take all these principles that I've learned in my life and in the last ten years, and I'm applying it to here, and and, and it's happening because that's what it takes to be successful in almost anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, you know, I just think it's awesome that you're here because it's kind of come full circle from that yeah, Zoom meeting, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like it just all came full circle, like, and uh, and yeah, this is gonna be the number one podcast in the world, and you're it a big will. part of it, and. Mm-hmm. We're all a big part of it, right? And I can't wait till the team even grows bigger, mm-hmm. you know? Like the vision is like, I want to have a, a studio for Bliss Seekers. Yep. Like yep. we have a full gym, like a chef. Like, sauna. Like sauna. Mm-hmm. Like like literally it's like, it's almost like people like to be there all the time, yeah. but we're also working. You know what I mean? Right, like edit bays yeah. and like the studio. Yeah, room. like all the editors are just going to have yeah. this amazing editing room, like <laughs> just state of the art stuff where it's like, crazy you know yeah and then the podcast studio is going to be beautiful and then it's like we're going to have the gym and we'll have maybe a freaking full garden in the backyard oh, like yeah. like you know what i mean like yeah. that's the vision you know i don't know if it's gonna be california because california's a little <laughs> little crazy right but um but i mean it probably will start here but that's the vision that's the goal you know mm-hmm. and i want the team to be i want this to become a company right where we're you know and it's it's like legit and it's well known and and it will be because um, that's how it works. So, but anyways, let's get back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. So how do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm feeling good. Feeling yeah. great. Yeah. So, ooh, I'm so excited. It's just exciting to be surrounded by go-getters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like hard workers and, and like you guys are inspiring. Thank you. And shout out to you for sharing the vision with me. Mm-hmm. And it just, I was at the moment, you know, I was a little down what's going on in the world you know i was like i just want to wake up and create and build and contribute and we you reach out to me and share me that vision and i was like um yes (laughs) i want to do this and then from then on you know start telling friends share it with her Mm -hmm. we got hotsum in here you know and so shout out to you thank you seriously for that yeah thank you i mean and like like same thing like what des said like that 
that makes me feel good when you said it, you're inspired because that's the purpose of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like if we can just inspire, like if someone's down, like let's say someone's down and they've been through some stuff and they're trying to figure it out and they hear your podcast and they mm-hmm. go like, oh, like, wow. Like, and then all of a sudden they're picked up mm-hmm. or maybe they get that book and then all of a sudden they start manifesting and meditating and then the, then the job is done. The bliss seekers job is done. And it's going to be the bliss nation. Eventually, the bliss nation. Right? It will be. Yeah, yeah. like we're going to have. It already is actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's. It's on its way. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like the, the vision and the goal. And, mm-hmm. and I'm super excited about, about it. And, um, yeah. and um, yeah. So the uh, capture, um, that's your last name, right? <laughs> How'd you come up with that? Was it just... (laughs) How'd you come up with that? (laughs) Yeah. That's a good question. So... Because that takes some creativity still. Dude, yeah. I actually didn't come up with it though, which is funny because I... Yeah, now I'm looking at my name. I'm like, whoa. But um, when I was living in LA, I was living with a roommate who I went to high school with, but she was actually like four years older than me. She was just mentoring in the office when I was like office aide. Okay. So then we got close and I moved in with her and then she came up with La Capture. Wow. Like she didn't even intentionally be like, we weren't just sitting there thinking about like, oh, what my name should be. Yeah. She was, she was just like, look, capture. And I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> that awesome. like quickly resonated with me. I was like, that is perfect. Cause it's obviously like I'm capturing a vision or capturing mm-hmm. like memories or capturing, it could mean anything, but it's like, I think I was definitely meant to do what I'm doing. Like capturing. Yeah, it's all yeah. in your name. Video, so it's yeah. Your name. yeah. Back in the day, your name was a big deal. Like it meant a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like even the meaning of your name, like um, my name is Isaac. I, I don't know if you know the meaning of your name. Uh, we could look it up. Um, mm-hmm. But my name is Isaac and it means laughter or he who laughs. Right. Mm-hmm. When I was young, I was so ticklish. Like you could just pretend to tickle me <laughs> and I'd be on the ground like, ah, like busting up. Like all from right yeah. here and stuff. Yeah. And then when I text, I put LOL like after every single sentence and I'm like, people are like, why do you put LOL? I'm like, I don't know. I just can't help it. Right. <laughs> but my name literally means he who laughs because, mm. you know, Isaac is the son of Abraham and Sarah and Sarah was a hundred when she had Isaac. Mm-hmm. So th- her and Abraham are trying to have kids forever and then they never could. So then finally God said, well, I'm going to give you a, a baby. And she's like, ha, I'm a hundred oh. years old. How am I going to have a kid? Right. Mm-hmm. So when she had Isaac, she named him Isaac because it means he who laughs because she laughed out loud oh, that's when God told her she was going to have a child. Mm-hmm. At hundred years yeah, old. Yeah. So, so your name is very, very powerful. Like, I mean, yeah, it's spelled desire though, which, yeah. is, which obviously means desire. like want. What, Ooh, yeah, desire. Like, desire <laughs> yeah. I want. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. If that you want to capture <laughs> exactly. It's no want to Let's do it. I'm meant to capture. Now we're high you're tech. Meant, you're we meant have, to capture. Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny because my when I was little, I was spelling my name with two e's because my parents were even confusing me. So I was like, <laughs> is it one e or two e's? <laughs> so in kindergarten, I kept getting in trouble because I would do it like I would kind of take turns with one e and <laughs> two e, <laughs> and they pulled me aside like, are you what is what is They're wrong like, with you? Yeah. I was confused too. I thought it was Desiree and then Desire. Yeah. Wait, what? Which one? Cool. How do you so, pronounce? So this is the one right here. The origin. A, so it's a French baby name. Um, <laughs> what the hell? Meaning the name. The one desired. desired. The one desired. Um, Interesting. To wish long for. Wait. What? Mm. You're the one. The desired one. 
the desired one. The one desired. The one desired. It says it in my name. (laughs) You're going to be the videographer that's desired by everybody. Yes, Mm. I am. Or the director. The director, the desired director. That's funny. Whatever you desire, you can capture. Ooh, there what about that? Yeah. Wow. Bam, there's oh, your quote okay. right there. Me on that, That's right? my purpose. Yeah. <laughs> my, that is whatever, my life purpose. Whatever you desire, I will capture. Yeah. <laughs> my purpose. Oh, yeah. I think I've said that a long time ago on like my old website. I'm she not put sure, on your website, that, it's the Le Capture, whatever you desire. I <laughs> Chuck Capture. Wow. That's I mean, funny. it's all yeah. in your name. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's powerful. Funny. And even like aperture kind of rhymes with like capture, yeah. so that's like cameras and everything. Yeah, yeah, which well, is funny. That's pretty powerful. That's crazy. Um, so that was created by your old roommate in LA. Yeah, like uh, old roommate. Yeah, in LA, we were just chilling. I don't even know what we were doing actually. I don't remember, but I just know that she came up with it, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna roll with it. And yeah. Ever since that was in 2015, so yeah. ever since then, like five years, it's been it's been the capture. Well, so, shout out to you. Um, yeah. What's her name? Kirsten. 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 Shout out to you. Kirsten. You. Thank you, Kirsten. Watch our <laughs> podcast, please. Yeah. Sometimes people just come into your life to give you one thing and then they leave. Like dip out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like they're That's meant. True. Excuse me. So my ex-wife. <laughs> um, she he just laughed. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac laughs. <laughs> he who laughs. laughs. That's funny. Well, it's pretty cool. We're actually friends now. But um, cool. so she says people in your life for a reason mm-hmm. a season or a lifetime yeah so sometimes people come in our life to teach us a lesson mm-hmm. sometimes people come in our life to give us something of value like your name uh for your career and sometimes people in your life to be there forever mm-hmm. right um and so like you know everything in life does happen for a reason and it's like we either win or we learn that's like the way you should look at life. Like mm-hmm. whenever you fail, fail is not failure if you learn something from exactly. it. Exactly. Right? Yep. And it's cool that you have those principles. So you were in LA and she gave you this name. And mm-hmm. have you talked to her since or? Mm-mm. No, we haven't talked since. I mean, we kind of just, it was a bad like ending. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, in 2015. It was just. Well, thank you for your wait, contribution. Well, yeah, thank to, you yeah. for my name. <laughs> yeah. It's a seasonal thing. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. that happens. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. All right. Um, so is there anything else you want to share with the, the world out there? Yeah, I think. Oh, I meant. Oh, I didn't mention earlier on it. But like I have this spoken word that I've been actually working on. Not as of lately, but it came during in around 2018, 2019 when I was going through it. It okay. just literally came to me as like kind of speaking in a metaphorical or like term in -hmm. a way how to describe my feelings that weren't like straight up like oh i'm feeling like this this and this but i want to read um i think one part of it go for it so you guys are all about to hear desires spoken Uh, word is this the first time you are going to show this share this um well i actually tried to put it into a spoken word album Mm. sky was there in in the studio as i was trying to record it i just couldn't get into like that feeling Mm. of like oh shoot like like yeah but i mean she's heard it but not like publicly out there okay um it's kind of long but not really i'll try to cut some things out don't worry podcasts are meant to be long so (laughs) yeah it's all you it's all good dope okay i'm gonna start from like some random chapter she walks through a garden and begins to become inspired by all the colors flowers smell and beautiful sunlight she wants to plant her own flowers to grow a garden filled with blossom roots 
She digs deep into a hole, bearing all the burdens of the past and plants a fresh seed to begin growing her wonderful, welcoming garden. Without the rain, the, bar the garden becomes dry, and without the sunlight, it becomes too moist. Allowing the rain to release energy the universe has brought upon her, the balance becomes hesitant and hard to maintain. She feels as if she's dug herself so deep into the dark, it seems nearly impossible to breathe. The silence rung upon her as the thoughts grew heavier and louder. The rain grew stronger and it, as it stormed among the garden. Um, suppose she wasn't dug deep further into the dark, but rather planted as a reminder, the lotus flower grows through the mud and like any other seed grows through dirt and blooms beautifully. The world is a scary place, but our minds are what is dangerous yet a beautiful thing. Take well care of it. When it rains, it pours, and when there's wind, there's waves. When a flower doesn't bloom, you fix the environment in which it grows, not the flower. The older we get, the quicker we realize how solid our, our surroundings get. We begin to see who we're becoming in the sense of who we truly deserve to be. We see a part of ourselves in each and every one of the important people in our lives and a piece of them grows within us, teaching us lessons without the realization. The people we come across, whether they are meant to continue through our journeys on our individual paths or if they just came by for a short stroll among your garden, the impact has made an imprint. I've planted myself, my spirits, my soul down beneath within the burdens on the past so I can grow into someone I deserve to be. Um... I know a lot of people will tell you that things will get better, but a part of you inside still feels that maybe it won't. I'm still not fully, oh, this was in the past, but I'm still not fully there, There, but we just have so much time on this earth. People care, people love you, and to hold on just a little bit longer because things get better. So this was written in the past, like around 2018 when I was kind of like going through it, but I think it may resonate with some people who may be going through it. So our 20s seem so painful and it hurts. It hurts because we were made to hurt, to feel, to try and understand even when we know we can't. At times we won't know what to say, but we will try even if the words are hard to project. It hurts to watch you, the people we care about, go through hell and not having the power to heal them the way we should. To breathe memories, the ones that take you back to a place when it all made sense, where the fire of the pain was smaller than it is now. It hurts, as it always does, when love isn't enough, strong enough to save the one we need. The solitude, the ache, the longing to be understood, and craving of human interactions, of laughter, and watching it slip before our naked eyes. All of it. It hurts, and the wounds are deep enough. They always are. And they will always hurt a little more than before. It hurts. Believe that you can outrun this. Abandon this. Destroy the pool of feelings. Understand how pain is a curse that will tear you apart just to break you open for more space. But also, the blessing that will bring it all together. Understand that sometimes life isn't beautiful, that sometimes life is hell, but we would rather feel the chaos than feel nothing at all. I know that some days the light can seem too far out of reach, and there are some nights when we can barely breathe. Our healing isn't always meant to be seen. Sometimes it's stepping foot into the forest, carrying the sacred out of our darkness. The aching has our teachings, and when we get enough, we hear its stories. The answers have always been buried deep within the shadows of our ground. Don't be scared of the dark, of your own dark. It's where your growth lives and in time your eyes will blossom again because your freedom lives in your ability to understand that nothing is certain, yet in the uncertainty you hold the power to create anything. When I hold this space for someone, I send them the message that they matter just as they are. My heart serves as an invitation for others to show up and share their brightest, most authentic light as together we shine upon those who only feel trapped in the dark but truly aren't. Wow, you wrote that? Yeah, it was amazing. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. That's Thank awesome. You. What's the title? Yeah. That there was two of them. It was um, it's okay to be a little broken, mm. and then um, 
and then the garden that grows the garden that grows so i guess what i got out of the first one is it's all about your environment and the second one is basically just don't run from your pain just kind of embrace it and Mm -hmm. grow from it Mm -hmm. and evolve from it yeah wow so i think that's uh i think that's a pretty good place to 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 wrap it up here Mm -hmm. um very powerful uh where can people find you um Um, people sorry go ahead this is your chance to uh, to (laughs) to to let everybody know where they can find uh la capture so um what is my handle is it la capture visuals is it underscore or no i don't think so should i go on instagram right now sorry i I don't know my own handle (laughs) it's okay I, th- I don't think there's an. Oh yeah, no, it's just LaCapture. Okay, you can find me on Instagram, LaCapture Visuals, or my website, LaCaptureProductions.com, or LinkedIn, Desiree LaCap, or with Bliss Seekers, just you know, chilling here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Following our bliss. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Thank okay. You. So uh, we'll also leave it in the description. Um, any last parting thoughts? Mm, no, except thank you for having me and um, allowing me to be a part of this Bliss Nation. Um, yeah. And I can't, no, I'm excited to see where this will all go because we're on the way. Exactly. Yeah. We're just getting yeah. started. Joe? Is there any um, projects that you're working on that people should be looking out for? Oh, the new future i mean yeah actually a lot there's a um, couple music videos with ruby mountain ruby mountain hi but check out ruby mountain as well and then more with sky two wise and fru aka level levels 13 also and um marisha yeah and right. also marisha too they yeah. have a music video breathe coming out with a ton of content to fun to um fundraise as well and also uh evan desi we have a ton of content um, on the low coming out for them as well. Um, and then other short films and other music videos, but those are the main ones coming yep. out. So stay tuned for that as well. I think that'd be great. Awesome. Any parting uh, words or thoughts, Joe? Um, I'm just grateful that you came in today. It just felt right. Mm-hmm. Definitely felt right for you to be the guest tonight. And uh, everything that you shared, I can't wait for the whole world to see. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to rewatch this video, actually. So yeah. and listen to everything that you said and what you said, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very inspiring. I hope you guys are inspired, too, and follow your bliss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, look out for a new episode every Thursday morning. We're releasing it every Thursday. And uh, thank you again for, for being here. Uh, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you were the first to see the vision and now see it come into reality and mm. we will be the number one podcast in the world this this bliss seekers will become a bliss nation um and uh yeah and you know basically if you're not happy with what you're doing life is too short you're never too young or too old to always follow your bliss your bliss Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Our goal, as always, is to become the number one podcast in the world. And uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Make sure you share this with three of your friends. And if you like our song, our intro song, please check out my good friend, uh, Maroni Silva's band, A Dead Desire, on YouTube. That song is called The Mantra. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. And as always, follow your bliss.